please introduce yourself? My name is Celeste Rodriguez. Um, what was Tucson like when you first moved here? When I first came to Tucson, it was... Um, when I first came to Tucson permanently, because I kind of bounced around for a little while. So when it, when it became my home, I lived on the outskirts of town, and it just seemed dry and empty when you come from California and there's it's such a busy place and there's buildings everywhere and houses everywhere and cities everywhere um and it's moist and cloudy and then you come to Tucson and it's just dry and empty like not only was there no buildings there's no trees and there's no grass and it just seemed really like empty um it took me a little while to get used to it. I'm probably still not used to the heat, but um, I like the small town feel of it. Like now when I go to California, I feel so overwhelmed. So even though it was hard to adjust to how small it was, it was, it's a, it was a nice adjustment. It's nice not having miles of traffic and thousands of people in one tiny spot. So... Um, you said that you bounced around a lot and that before you permanently moved to Tucson. Um, why did your family move so much? Um, I think we moved a lot. So my mom kind of had a hectic childhood and um, that added to just ours. I don't think she ever felt like a place was her real home she came to the united states from mexico when she was a teenager and didn't have a good relationship with her mom so she kind of moved around real young and um even with her and my dad when they got together and married you know there was always like a better house or a different city or just always it's just like she was always looking for something and since I was her child, I had to follow along for the ride. And so we lived in different cities in California. Then we came to Arizona and lived in a couple of different cities in Arizona until we settled in Tucson. And even in, when we got to Tucson, it was, you know, a house here, an apartment there. A, just try this neighborhood. There was just always um, something else that she was like an adventure she was looking for and yeah, she was just always um, looking for something else. Um, how did you feel every time you moved to a new school or a new house? I had a really hard time adjusting to new places. I'm not good with change, and as a child, I just didn't know why I couldn't be like my brothers and sisters and just be okay with going to a new school every time um we changed i just never it took a long time for me to get comfortable in the house so at the school it was super hard and i would miss a lot of days because i was always really anxious going and i would make myself sick to my stomach um so it was it was really hard to never to never have a place that felt like home because every time it did start to feel comfortable there we were moving again anytime I 
made a friend. We were moving again, so it was hard. Mm, what was it like coming from a hectic background? Like, how would you say it impacted you from a child to now? You know, my mom has this giant, compassionate heart, so it meant that somebody was always sleeping on my couch uh, or sharing a room with us and that she fed anybody who was hungry. So very seldomly did we have just us as her kids and her in the house. It was always someone else and it it became my normal. So um, through the chaos, it just felt like that's how it was supposed to be. But that normal was hard on me because I had anxiety and I'm a really private person. So when I would wake up and hear all the commotion outside, I it made me not want to go out into my living room or to my kitchen and um, I ended up becoming I'm already kind of a, a shy and antisocial person but it made it probably worse like I, I felt like I really needed to be to my to myself so that I could feel m my own level of comfort so I mean it was nice when we had dinners and get-togethers because everyone was here and comfortable being here but it was hard on a day-to-day -day basis never to feel like you had a spot of your own well what were your grandparents like and did they take care of you during these times where you felt like you couldn't be at home um so my grandma left my mom um when she was just a toddler and her grandmother raised her and she passed away before I was born, so I never got to meet my great-grandmother, the lady who raised my mom. Um, and she never ended up having a strong relationship with her mom or her dad. So I knew of them, and I would see them sometimes at holidays, but they weren't grandparents that knew what I liked and cuddled with me and visited me on my birthday or anything like that. They just, there was never that relationship. I just knew that that's who gave birth to my mom. It wasn't like, oh, I love my grandma's sweet, nice relationship. And my dad was one of 14 kids. And m my dad's mom never really liked my mom. So that meant that she never really got to know us. And even though, again, I remember her from time to time at like parties or or you know just different events um I don't ever remember being on her lap or um you know getting a hug from her or you know even her remembering my birthday so I didn't have the type of grandparents that loved me and and had like this nice loving relationship that you could go to they were just the people who gave birth to my parents and and I didn't see it as bad either that's just how it was I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything well we keep mentioning your mother throughout this whole thing where was your father during this time so my parents got divorced when I was like eight or nine and so up until then I mean he was always around as much as he could but my dad is a workaholic and he would take us to the beach stay there for an hour and then go to work or we'd go to Disneyland um, one 
time all day and then the rest of the month he'd be at work so he would try to spend as much time with us as he could and and I always felt very loved but he worked and my mom stayed home and took care of us and then when they got divorced we came to Arizona and we had just a long distance relationship and you know he owned the restaurant so he had to he had to be there a lot and so we didn't get to see him as much but he was always there and I always felt very loved and I always knew that if I ever needed anything I could call him and he would make sure that I had what I needed even if it was I miss you you know he he'd be there to tell me he loved me how is it like having a long distance relationship with your father and having to travel from Tucson and California back and forth just to see someone that you want to see on a daily basis because I was so young when they got divorced it it just felt like that's how people's lives were it was hard when I had like a school play or something going on and I wanted him to come and see me and he couldn't because he didn't live here but he always made us feel super special so he would come for our birthdays and um he would always say, you know what, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it this year and then show up anyway, of course, to surprise us. And then he would, we would wake up and we'd have a cake and balloons at the table every morning um, on our birthdays every year. So he would do that for us. And so even though it was a long distance relationship, he always made us feel super special when he came to visit us and we were lucky because we would spend most of the summers with him and so it felt like you know we made up a lot of time when we would go and and be with him well that's all the questions i have for you today thank you so much